The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion, your home for comic book and pop culture talk every single week, usually, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and I'm alongside uh, the one, the only, Mr. Schmitty. Schmitty's here. I'm uh, having a great week. Last week was my uh, my birthday week, so I had a nice celebratory uh, couple of dinners. What'd you do? Where'd you go? Uh, I, I went to a, a fantastic Mexican restaurant on my birthday for lunch. That was delicious. Uh, was it Casa Bonita? It was. Uh, I wish it was. I heard <laughs> Trey Parker and Matt actually bought it. Oh, did they? They really? bought Casa Bonita, and they're going to try to like fix it up so it's like it, it's presented in the show. Yeah. Oh, thank God. That's amazing. Good. I w- if I had a Casa Bonita next to me, I didn't even care if it would be like shitty food, <laughs> shitty walk. <I> go. <laughs> they, they need. They need yeah, they need a shitty walk as well. <laughs> Serving nothing but shitty chicken. <laughs> no, we went, we went there. Uh, we went to my parents took me out to dinner, um, but probably the highlight of of my birthday week was I went to my my favorite uh, collectible store, uh, Rising Sun Empire, uh, Rising Sun Records, and yes, uh, Toys. Hills Mall. Yes, we've yes. Been, yes, in we the Eastern Hills Mall, right across from what's in your attic. So I go there with I went there with my three kids, and I want to do something nice with them before they go back to school. So we went there. And uh, the the guy who owns the shop is super cool, super nice guy. So we go to walk in the mall, and as I'm walking in, I got three kids. You know, it is what it is. But this fucking asshole, like stereotypical, like basement dweller, skin tight shirt, three sizes too small. <laughs> he like walks into the mall, and then he like purposely closes the door behind him. Like you don't have to hold the door open, but like you're looking at me as you're closing the door on me and my kids. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm thinking nothing of it. <laughs> so then we're walking the ball. We go into the store, and the shop keeps – he's a sweet guy. Like, he's giving my kids free McDonald's oh, toys. Yes, yes, very cool. Like, he's giving them free Pokemon cards. He's giving me discounts on yeah, tons of stuff. super sweet guy. And, like, you know, when I go, he waves, and we talk for a bit. So I'm walking around, and uh, this this Neanderthal, this basement dweller, mouth breather, is in the store. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I'll keep my distance, like, whatever. But then, like, I look over, and they had this table of old Playmates Ninja Turtle vehicles. Okay. And being the turtle fan I am, I was looking through them, and they were they were in really rough shape. But it was still cool just to see them. But they were missing parts, stickers were peeled. They were in rough shape. Yeah. So as I look over at on the, on the cash-out register, there's a fucking, there's a bin, like a plastic bin full of old turtle toys. Okay. Turtle figures. And this mouth breather is looking through him. I'm like, okay, I'll wait till he's done. Like, I'd like to look through there, but I'll wait till he's done because he's there first. And the guy's like, the, the shopkeeper's like, oh, yeah, I got these these turtle toys here. They just came in today. Did you see the ad on oh, Facebook? Oh, that's what happened. And I go, no, I just, you know, that didn't at all, but I just want to take a look at it. And the guy, like, looks over his shoulder at me like fucking Gollum, and he's got his precious. And he, like, scoots his ass. So, like, he's blocking me. To the point I just go, dude, I'll wait till you're done. Like, I'll wait. You do your thing. Like, I'm not going to try to sneak in 
to this one singular Tupperware bin to fucking try to get the toys. Like, I'll wait. So the guy, he picks out a few, and he goes to cash out. And they were pretty adequately priced. They were like $15 a piece or two for 25 Are they, Were they loose? I'm sorry. They were loose. They were yeah, they were all okay. loose. Um, some were in better shape than others, but some had accessories. Some didn't. Um, but the best part was the guy goes to cash out. And I hear him have like an orgasm because he sees something behind the counter oh. that he needs to have. And he goes, oh, 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 what's, what, what's that you got? What You selling that? And it was the 11-inch Android Krang figure, the original one, oh. like the big one. Right. Yeah. And the guy's like, the shopkeeper's like, well, yeah, we're going to sell it. We just, we haven't done our research yet to figure out what we're going to sell it for. He's like, well, well, well you're going to sell it? He's like, yeah, but we, we just don't know what, like, we looked at a couple things on eBay, and it looks like they're selling for, like, $80, so probably sell it for, like, 70 And, like, it went off in my head. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound, that sounds, like, super cheap. And as soon as he says 70 bucks, he goes, yo, yo, oh, I'll do it for 7 I'll buy it for 70 and the thing was, like, in really good shape. Yeah. Like, stickers were intact. The antenna was intact. It had the, the door the, that keeps the, the crane in the belly. Yeah. And I just look at the—I go, wait a minute. No, 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 no. That goes for, like, 150 to 2 Oh. <laughs> so I look at the—I sh- go, no, no, wait, 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 wait. You said you looked it up on eBay? And the shopkeeper goes, yeah. I'm like, no, dude, that, that's the 11-inch version. They made a 5-inch version? That's the one that sells for like sixty to eighty bucks. That one sells for like one fifty to two, and the fucking mouth breather just like daggers like oh. you motherfucker. I'm like, yeah, I wanted to buy it for that, but I would like I, the guy's such a sweetheart. Like, I don't want him you, getting ripped off. But by more importantly, I didn't want that fat fucking piece of crap <laughs> to get a sweet sweet fucking deal on the crane droid body. So I was so happy. So like, cool. I'll buy it for seventy, but I'm not buying it for one fifty to two. <laughs> And he goes, well, I, I don't want to sell it for 70 because I haven't really done my due diligence to see what it's worth. And I'm just like, yeah, don't sell it for 70 because it's worth way more than that. And the guy was like, man, thank you for doing that. I'm like, you're like, you're a sweet guy. Yeah. You've, you know, when we come in here, you're always really good to the kids. You give them free stuff and you're just a nice guy. I don't want you to see, you know, someone take advantage of you. And like, you know, he was definitely pressuring you. You told him like twice, three times that you weren't ready. Yeah, you weren't ready. You want to do your research. But you fucking impatient mouth breather closes the door on people. <laughs> like, fuck you. I was so, that made my birthday. It was better than any anything else that I that's got. A fun, that's a good story. Yeah, I, I like very that. happy. And deservedly so. Yeah. No, you should. You, you you did a good deed. for it. This guy is great, by yeah, the way. Like, very I can't, sweet. He's, I mean, he's saying his side. I went in there. I was looking for football helmets one time to put, like, sticker decals on mm-hmm. uh, for my, my other show. And he gave me like two helmets for like twenty bucks. Yeah, and they were like twenty five bucks individually. He was trying to sell them for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me deals on jerseys, all yeah. sorts of stuff. This guy, Rising Sun, in the Eastern Hills Mall. Please go yeah. if you live in the Western New York area. Go check him out. Um, I don't know if he listens or not, but dude is a teddy bear. He's he's wonderfully supportive. And yeah, if you're a frequent visitor, if he put you know if he knows your face, he's gonna help you out. Yeah, yeah. The I bought my uh, the um, Rock Tour Turtles four pack that came out last year it was a san diego comic-con exclusive it was them when they went out of their coming out of their shells tour and those terrible suits with, oh, the, yeah. with the the jean jean uh jean vests yeah and he had one on for sale like up for sale and i'm like i like that but you know i think he was what was he asking i think he was asking like 220 
which was steep, really steep, because I think it sold retail for like 130 So I'm like, man, that's cool, but nah. And he's like, well, I know the guy who, who owns that. Let me call him. I'll see what the best price he could do. And he got him down to like 170 I'm like, I could do 170 Yeah. Because they're not going to make that ever again. And I remember going to that tour as a kid, the Pizza Hut coming out of their shells tour. It was terrible in all its greatness. <laughs> it <was laughs> so bad, but so great at the same time. <laughs> so, no, it's a good good place. But that was the best best uh, birthday thing that I had. Good. Just, I'm just, happy to hear that. Yeah. I'm happy to hear you had a good birthday. Yeah. Um, no, that's always cool. I wanted to go see Shang-Chi, but... Yeah, we have to talk... I, I couldn't pull the strings on that. We haven't... Yeah. Showtimes didn't work out. Um, I was going to go Liberty today. weekend, too, is a tough time. To... It is tough. We had parties to go to yeah. and getting the kids ready for school. Today was the first day of school, so I finally had my first day of freedom since, well, probably pre-COVID, huh? Well, or did, they, did they do any online stuff? They did online stuff, but yeah, that, that was just me being a home teacher, which I'm sure many people experienced and it sucked. Yeah. But oh, yeah. no, I, I and I have all three of my kids in school now. So it was awesome. Dropped them off, and I just blared Jimi Hendrix Freedom, and I peeled out of that fucking school parking lot. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't do that, but I wanted to. In my mind, I did. I'd get is a that like, when, is that like when you picture yourself robbing like a, a McDonald's and a as, hamburger? As a hamburger, hamburger yeah. yes, yes, yes. And my, that's like your dream, your, your daydream thought bubble in a motion picture. And then it cuts, and I'm just sitting there sweating at the wheel like, <sighs> Can I get a McChicken, please? <laughs> But no, it was it was uh it was great. I had some freedom. It was awesome. That's good. I worked out at like ten thirty this morning. I haven't done that since like college. I'm like, oh, I don't have to lift weights at five a.m. or yeah, there's, nine there's, p.m. I can actually do it now. There's not like a ton of people there. Ooh. Like, yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, what is this energy that I have? Oh, because it's not right before bed or right as I woke up. My muscles are actually alert. This is <laughs> insane. This is nuts. Now, Baron, did you, I, I know you're here? Did you? You know, did you get Will something for his birthday? Mm, yes, I got him a train of thought. <laughs> a train of thought? Yes. Is it like a... Uh... No, it was a choo-choo train, and uh, it, had, uh, it said thought on it. <laughs> Maybe you loved it. You love that train of thought. <laughs> yeah, Baron, I'll, I'll put it around the Christmas tree, you know, at that time. It'll that be, time. yeah, it'll be my train of thought Christmas, my, my train of Christmas thought. <laughs> Yes, yes. Baron, where, <laughs> Porcupine Jones isn't here today. Did you have anything to do with this? <laughs> you see, he's having troubles with his automobile, you see. What did you Nothing! Do? I did that bag of sugar that I have has nothing to do with the problems that he's experiencing with his vehicle. Nothing at all. Nothing. Baron, did you put sugar in Porcupine Jones' gas tank? It wasn't me. His car was a little bitter, so I was trying to make it just a tiny bit sweeter. Now, is this the like, <laughs> actual sugar or is this booger sugar? No, you see, it's I, I saw a motion picture, you see, with Julie Andrews and a gentleman named Penis Van Dyke. <laughs> Baron, that's Dick Van Dyke. Oh! you see, I thought it was Bono Van Dyke. He seemed a little stiff while he was dancing. <laughs> Baron, he's, he's a, that's good tap dancing. What, did, did you hear the Spoonful of Sugar song and you thought that would help his car? It helps the medicine go down, they say. <laughs> well, thanks to you, we don't have a third co-host today. Well, yes, you do. It's, it's I, you see, with this automotive 
advice if your car's not working. You simply put a spoonful of sugar in the gas tank to make it go. Or to stop and you go nowhere. <laughs> well, thanks, Baron. Well, right. yeah, we'll, you go, we'll hold the fort down, yeah, Baron. We'll, you know. We got it. We got it. She's Louise. I mean, this, what a this, child. this bitter feud. It's becoming, you know. It needs to come to a head. Yeah, eventually. We'll, we'll see what happens. You, know, you never know. We need a fight video. Well, luckily, my car is still working. So, that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That car is not sick, Baron. It's very well. It does not need any medicine. <laughs> yeah, keep your booger sugar out of my vehicle, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> All right. But Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, I, we're it's, hearing it, very good things. Yeah. yeah uh, I was excited. Um Little little concerned because I mean the merchandise has been sitting on the shelves, not moving. Yeah, well, it's so hard because Shang Chi is this virtual unknown, yeah, um, character. He he really is. I listen. I, my cousin, or excuse me, my brother in law, he he collects comic books, and he found the Shang Chi debut a couple years ago, like right around the time that, or right before that, Shang Chi got announced as a movie for like five bucks. The price skyrocketed. Oh, for he was, sure, it definitely skyrocketed. Smart but, man, but like Smart I, man. I, I had, I had never heard of Shang Chi, and maybe that's ignorance on you know, my mm. part. But Shang Chi has never, you know, it's not really been used that much. No, he hasn't. No. At least not in big roles. No, you know, I know the major player characters. Like Shang Chi is, you know, uh, from a comic book perspective, he's been probably a D or a C level character. No, I wouldn't even see that. I you think that's like, even too generous? Enough, yeah, like he was, he was a direct, he was a direct. Um, Marketing tool when Bruce Lee was hot, like the 1970s kung fu movie. That's so they right. made that to yeah. piggyback off of that, kind of like Luke Cage with, uh, you know, Dolomite and Rudy Ray Moore. They wanted to exploit that demographic, so they made a comic book for that demographic. Right. So same thing. Uh, he, you know, they barely used him since. Now they're they've been kind of like the Guardians. They've been building him up because they knew they wanted to use the character in the motion picture. But um, yeah, I'm hearing great things. I, my interest was piqued when I had uh, I I selfly uh, spoiled one of the returning characters, which I won't say. But um, I still, when I heard that, I was like, man, I wish I didn't know that. But now that I do, I kind of want to go see it even more. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward. Hopefully this week. Um, I was going to go today, but my kids first day of school they had some sniffles, so I was afraid I was going to get called to come mm, pick them up. Yeah. But luckily that didn't happen. So I'm hoping Friday. I'm going to go see it. There's like an, an 11, 20 show I'm going to try to sneak into so I'm, I can still yeah. you know, drop them off, pick them up type thing. That'd be good. Yeah, you can go there, sit by yourself. It's like what, two hours? <sighs> I would imagine yeah. so. I think at this point I gotta when it comes the, to... Uh, i gotta, I got to scope the, the show times on that and yeah. how long it is. Right. Because no, then you got like, what, 30, 35 minutes of fucking trailers? Oh, yeah. It's usually 20 minutes. I think it's like 20 minutes on the nose and, okay. then, and then the movie actually... There we go. Baron, phones went out. stay away from there, Baron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, grow the fuck up. I've had enough of your shit this week. I, I unplug you, you see. <laughs> we'll unplug you, Baron. I'll, I'll unfluff you, you piece of shit. No, <laughs> sound sexual. <laughs> well, Baron, Matt, I don't know. He's uh, he's propositioning you. Yeah, I guess so. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I didn't say no. I didn't Just say said, no. And I didn't say but yes. But $20 is $20. <laughs> um yeah, but hearing very good things. You said you acknowledge that it was one of the highest rated Marvel yeah. films, and I'm not sure who the critics were, hmm. but it's typically a good sign. Yeah. I know. I mean, the critics are. I think it's critics and like audience score. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, I mean it's fun. It's it's it. Marvel's always done such a good job at doing a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
you know, they, they have all their heroes have certain types of films, and this is our first kung fu Marvel movie. Yeah. In, a, in, a, in a sense, it's not mm-hmm. straight up kung fu, but the, but the ideology is there. Yeah, and it is exciting. They're already building him as the next Avenger, um, which is what I, from what I've understand, what, what I've seen from articles. Uh, so he's going to be the future, you know, part of the future plans, and I, you know, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, bring in new characters in the fold. Do you have to have you know? Well, it came off like like Ant Man vibes. Not not the way that the film was, but the way that the hype and the production, and not the production, but just you know, the, there wasn't like you know, there's not some well you know very super popular villain involved to an extent, mm-hmm. but not the way. But it's a little bit of lower tier. Um, character being thrust into their own role, and you know it's not your Iron Man's with a. But I think that's been the the charm for me for the MCU is we're getting movies for characters that we never thought we'd get individual movies for. True. Which oh, it is one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it is good um, that they're doing it. You know, I, I like it. You can only do so much. You know, we're we're we've already. You know, I know we're gonna get some extended Captain America. Yeah. But you know, Iron Man's gone. Guardians are almost done. You have to start refilling that. You know, those mm-hmm. those people that you're putting at the forefront with some new fresh fresh blood. I like how they're di- they're getting a diverse amount of fresh blood. Agreed. So agreed. That, 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 that I think it it world builds better. It makes it a more realistic worldly presence. I agree. Um. Because if your next threat is, say, a Galactus or a Kang, like it would make more sense that the entire world would be coming together to fight this threat. Correct. Versus, yeah. like, that's where I think Thanos. I mean, you had Wakanda, but like, I feel like obviously you can only do so much. But like, if you have a world-threatening, galaxy-threatening villain, yeah, you should have yeah people from space like. People from the sea, like if Namar was there, yes. like that would have. Been, I think it's only yeah. a matter of time before that For happens. Sure. But, but but you yeah. are right. You are right. You have to have you have to have a, a bigger roster of characters. Not like almost like uh, you know, like you say about Star Wars. There's mm-hmm. too many dots that get connected. Mm-hmm. It's like oh wow, how convenient! Well, like, how convenient that these things are happening in these respective areas. I mean, with with established you know established yeah. characters stuff just, like that. It just felt like most of the heroes in the Avengers were just Americans. You know, it's like you got Captain America, you got Iron Man. Hey, man, got... Black Widow was Russian. Yeah, the shoe. So you had, <laughs> you had an Asgardian and a Russian. That was their diversity in the first yes, semester. Yes. Hey, I mean Nick Fury. You know, <laughs> well, he's from. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's no Hasselhoff. If it was Hasselhoff, we would have had a German. But <laughs> yeah, he's that's, huge there. That's yeah, that's a whole other story. But you are right. You know, you got to expand the horizons. You want to make the Marvel Universe. I think that's the next big step. And, I mean, the multiverse is going to get confusing at times. Yeah. But the next big step is that everybody has a hero. Mm-hmm. Everybody has representation. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I really, I, truly am. Me too. And, so. uh, yeah, the more the merrier to the fold. The bigger the group, the better. Um, you know, there, there's going to be some big, you know, just like, you know, we all thought that the portal scene in Avengers was amazing no, was and awesome. huge yeah. and drastic. Whatever happens with this next, you know, three phases, yeah. you know, whatever the big climax, big all that is, is big shoes to fill, but it's going to be an even bigger pool of people, So, mm-hmm. um, which is very, very cool in my book. So Shang-Chi doing well, from what I understand, and uh, yeah, uh, obviously going to be plans for more stuff down the road, so mm-hmm. all for it. Plus, yeah, we still got uh, Spider-Man No Way Home coming out. Yes, sir. We still got uh, Eternals coming out. Yes, Eternals are coming out soon. We got, November. We get the Hawkeye series this year, and when is I've been seeing like the Marvels are supposed to be this year too. 
Like well, it like says Ms. 2021. Marvel? Yeah, like the, no, oh uh, yeah, Ms. Marvel, her show. I've Ms. been seeing 2021, but I'm not seeing like a date. So I don't know. I if think they... it's early. I want to say it's early. No, it's 2022. Oh, is it? Okay. They're saying right so. now Ms. Marvel is supposed to go November 11th, 2022. Oh, okay. So that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's okay. Hawkeye November 24th. Of yeah. this year. Of this year, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's true. Because I was going to say, that's almost overload if Miss Marvel's in there, too. But if she's oh, not yeah, coming out until next way, year. Way, way, way yeah. too much. Okay, cool. Way too much. I agree. Um, so, yeah. So that's going on. Uh, You've been uh, catching up on the what ifs at all? I still got to I still, I still gotta do some stuff and things. So, uh, episode two, or episode three, rather, um, that was my favorite. Episode three? Yeah, that was cool. Um, I'll just leave it vague for you, Matt, but it revisits a lot of the scenes from phase one. Yeah, phase one. And uh, it was it was really cool. I liked, uh, I liked the way that they took it. It was a good swerve. Um, now, episode four was the Doctor Strange one. A lot of people were raving about that one. Was three the zombies one, or is that no, coming up? No, uh, zombies is coming out uh, this week. Okay, that's so, probably the one I'm most yeah, interested yeah. in. Yeah, so they released an image of, like, uh, Sam as Falcon, and he's got, like, the half half normal face, half zombie face. Okay. So that one's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to that one a lot myself. Um, but the last one was Doctor Strange, and it was, like, the, the title was if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. So he, his, um, I forget her name, but uh, the character that Rachel McAdams played. Oh, yeah. She dies instead of him losing the ability to use his hands, and he goes down oh, a darker path. Um, okay. I, a lot of people like that one. It didn't, it didn't resonate with me too much, maybe because it was such of a downer. But, um, I mean, it was a cool story, but just not my favorite. All right. Not my least favorite, but not my favorite. But uh, I really liked episode three. So if you were going to watch like episode, I know I'm going to two and it. yeah, two and three were my favorite ones. Two was the one with uh, T'Challa as Star Lord, and three was like, what if the Avengers couldn't be assembled? Okay. Oh, that's cool. So okay, and that that's a nice swerve. Once I really cool, finally get a foothold on all my moving garbage. Then yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely have time to do that. Yeah. So yeah, we did a lot of that this weekend. But no, that's good to hear. Heard a lot of good things about the what ifs. People are very. Uh, it's just something different, you know. Kind of yeah. cool. Well, like I said, I like the animated style stuff. Yeah. I, I'm all for that. The animation is is beautiful. So is the speaking of animation, the animation for that Star Wars Visions. That's coming oh, that out. anime. Yeah, like it's one. Like, it's, yes. it's different studios doing different mini stories. Yeah, uh, that looks cool because it's not like like there's one story about just like droids. Like it's just cool to fill in like those corners of the Star Wars universe. You don't get to see that often. No, for sure. So Star Wars multiverse. Yes. <laughs> Porcupine Jones will lose his mind. He'll lose his <laughs> mind. That'll be the end of it. Um, that's for sure. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, we reported that we had seen that Venom uh, was getting pushed back to January. All right, it was actually, you know what? It was actually released by. I'm not. So I shouldn't apologize for it, but it was actually posted by Venom, like the Facebook page, the official, like Sony. I'm imagining everybody that comprised that put together the uh, the Venom show. Uh, the Venom movie. So it's actually releasing the first or second weekend of October again. <laughs> they pushed it up a lot. <laughs> so that's a good thing. So Venom is on track to release again. I, it was just, that was a very weird, um, it's a very weird switcheroo. I'm not sure why they did it. I'm not sure why they they changed the dates around or anything like that. Um, you know, pushed it all the way to January, then back, but 
Um, that's good. I mean, I guess it means that Morbius releases sooner. I hope. It seems to be been pushed back a lot. A so, lot. Yeah. I hope so, too. Um, I think they want to keep that pretty close to the Spider-Man movie release. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. Maybe multi- like a month after. Yeah, I think, I because think, originally the Venom 2 date was supposed to be, that January date that Venom 2 was pushed yeah. to was supposed to be Morbius. Yeah, so, so. hopefully that keeps that, that January date. I hope so. So it's on track to go. Um, there is one more piece of news that I personally wanted to touch on. This will be very expletive. Uh, <laughs> um, not really, but okay. So for those who don't know, I am a huge fan of Resident Evil. Big fan. Uh, there's a movie coming out actually later this year. Is it later this year? Oh, dear God. Uh, <laughs> now, November 24, 2021, Resident is, Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Is this the movie or the Netflix show? Because there's a the Netflix mo- show as well. They're supposed to, but this is, this is the movie. Because I've seen like the shots of the Netflix show, and that looks like it's like they showed like the, the cast – Assembling to like promote the Netflix show, and it looked like they were posing for a fucking JC Penny catalog. Yes, like I'm like, what is this? This looks like shit. What like what? Why are you posing like this to announce your cast? And it was like, it looked like it was a clothing catalog. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, not happy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking. But this looks fucking... <laughs> no, t- please do. No. Open, crack open that skull of yours and no. let it spill. I'm not getting canceled today. <laughs> um, it looks fucking terrible. Uh, there's, like, these guys... This looks like... I don't even know. J.C. Penny might be a generous yeah. Co- yeah. comment to this. I mean, they're a national chain. They got some cred. Um... <laughs> I, I'm looking. Like, I feel like a bunch of kids from an anime club just got together and filmed this movie. Yeah, their costumes do not look very legitimate. They look kind of budget. <laughs> Have they released a shot of um, Jill Valentine? Like I've seen. The... I think this is supposed to be Jill right here. I, I thought that was Claire, the one in the red, the no, red coat. There's another one where they're in the uh, the Spencer Mansion, in the front door. Oh no, I didn't see that one. Oh, is it Chris too? Chris. Because I know Albert Wesker to be like... it looks like Barry, but Barry looks like Ron Weasley. What does Albert Wesker look like? Uh, he's bald. Is he a gentleman I of think. color? No, no, he's not. Because he's the the gentleman who's playing Albert Wesker in the show. Unless this is not Albert Wesker that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, like I I, I hope that they're related because if they're not, like, you, you, this is confusing. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is confusing. Um, they're gonna make. I think their goal is to make the Mila Jovovich, Paul Thomas, or P. W. Anderson movies look great. Uh they're do. Listen, I don't want to judge it before it comes out. But again, costume wise, yeah. this is bad. This is bad. This looks like if like a local like, you know how we have Fantasy Island around here and they like to put on these Wild West gun shows they're the stuff. best they're very cool yes but the costumes leave a little bit to, to be desired well yeah but that's half this the charm is, that, this is what it feels like maybe it's gonna be like a spoof like a like a naked gun spoof on Resident Evil <laughs> in the zombie genre <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> I, I, I maybe Leslie Nielsen's corpse will come and he'll be one of the zombies oh, maybe and somebody's oh, gonna call him there's a lot him. of images here these are kind of cool looking okay oh. Maybe, maybe. Well, the set scenes, not not oh. so much the. Uh... What the 
not so much the actors and stuff. I mean, they're the, the sets are kind of cool. I don't know. I I would send you this link, but I'm looking at it via my computer. I just I just hope this turns out good. Yeah, aesthetically not looking good. No, but I hope it turns out good because, like, listen, video game movies have been so like. I don't understand why they're so difficult to make. I get it. I get it because half, half the appeal of a video game is you yourself are in control of the action. That's the appeal. It's not to an extent. I th- you know, I feel like people want to see though. Like I know we talked about the Mortal Kombat thing. We had a whole debate on that. But I think people really want to see these video game stories be brought to life at just I mean, as accurately as the video games. I don't think that's so. What like, desi- that, I that's think what my design. That's what my design. Look at look at Sonic the Hedgehog. That was so successful, mm-hmm. and it was like nothing like the video game. They just took the character from the video game and they brought it to a different medium, like the real world. Is that type different thing. though? Because there's a lack of story in it. All video games have pretty much a lack of story. No, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, Resident Evil has like a legit yeah. like like map storyline, but you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, it's yeah. levels, it's jumping on Doctor Robotnik, and okay. it's rinse repeat. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know. Like same thing with Mario. Mario, Although Bob Hoskins was amazing. Great movie. As Great movie. My my thing with with yeah with Resident Evil is like you know there's there's gradual storytelling and everything plays a big part. They did Capcom did a good job putting these games together, and I feel like there's deep story if you know how to use it right. And like there could this looks like they're combining Resident Evil one and two. And yeah, well movie. I kind of had that feeling because it's got Claire, Chris, Jill, and the mansion, Leon, RPD. All in one. Like yeah. I feel like. It's all over. I feel shot. like it's, it's a. I'm worried. Yeah, I'm definitely concerned. Um, I'm going to see it. I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to see it. Just Unless it's part of I my mean, this is supposed to be a, teen this is supposed to be years. the movie, right? Oh, they got. I mean, they had a whole bunch of people: Robbie Amell's Chris Redfield, Kayla Scoladario's Claire, Hannah John Kamen is Jill Valentine, Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker, Avon. Jogia is Leon Kennedy. They have a lot of the popular characters in here, but um, I just I feel like this is a lot and a little. I don't know. I, I'm concerned. I I, I always I'm, based on how video game movies have historically been, and they always seem to touch the they always seem to use the properties that I like. Go look at you on the IMDb. Are you What's looking that? it up? Are you looking it up by chance? No. Oh, okay. But. Um, but yeah, this, it's like I always get concerned when it comes to video game movies and, and what they can be because they've been historically bad. And they're like I said, they're always my favorite franchises. You know, Assassin's Creed could have been so cool. Oh yeah, I didn't even see that. Bust. But you know, yeah, I heard it was not good. Not good. You know, there's and this this Resident Evil franchise. Michael it, Fassbender needs a new agent. He's been in oh so God. much schlock. He and he's such a good actor. He's such a good actor. Like I want, I wouldn't hate seeing him as Magneto in the MCU. No, he was good. Yeah. He was very good, but that's never going to happen because he was. Written, I wouldn't say never. Ah, uh, yeah, multiverse stuff. I'll never but, say never. Um, <laughs> that is true, but yeah, I just I, I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned always, but yeah, I wanted to touch on that. Just the set photos and stuff just didn't look like it didn't tickle my fancy. You see the set photos for Aquaman. Uh, I did, and Aquaman looks pretty cool. If He's I do got say that so stealth myself. suit, I wonder if that. I wonder if I, I, like as soon as I saw the stealth suit, I'm like, well, that's going to be a nice little fight scene between him and Black Manta. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's got that already. It's good. I, I want to see Black Manta being used. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really neat. If the picture ever loads, uh, 
Yeah, it's like an all. It's a very. It's not all black. Excuse me. It's like a darker green, um, with like a silverish accent to it, like on the 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 thighs, the boots, and the uh, and the tricep shoulder area. It looks very cool. Yeah, it looks very cool. <laughs> and then I'll, I'm just sending you a, a shot. I found this. They released this today of James Wan standing next to uh, Patrick. Um, What's his name? Warburton? No, not <laughs> yeah, Patrick Warburton from Seinfeld. Buddy from Seinfeld. <laughs> Patrick Wilson, who's played Ocean Master. Um, yeah, he looks like just a cut up Jesus walking in the desert. So he looks very uh, like he's been he's been cast out of the I think I did Atlantis yes. uh, kingdom. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. I, I'm I happy. S- I'm happy he's shirtless because I saw the d- behind the scenes. For Aquaman, and he was so pissed off because he got in like the best shape of his life for Ocean Master, and he's like, and I didn't even get to take my shirt off. Like I did all this work for nothing. <laughs> the most you see is like my arms in the fight scene for like the throne and the midpoint of the movie where he like defeats Aquaman and banishes him from the kingdom. Yeah, he's like, all you could see was my arm. I worked my ass off for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure that was like the caveat in his contract for appearance in the sequel is like I got to be shirtless. Yeah, in fact, he, he earned it. He certainly and earned it. It would have been better if he just went the opposite and got super fat. <laughs> He's like, I got to be shirtless. Sure. Yeah, and I'm gonna make you pay for. It. Like I'm yeah. just gonna get like. It's like what Disney told Luke Skywalker to lose all that weight for Episode Seven, and they showed him for like a two second. seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was better for his health. Probably, probably oh, for long sure. Term. Oh, definitely long term. So. Uh, we got any toy news or anything else? Uh, the other, the, um, I did see for uh, kind of keeping with the DC um, side of things that they're having their um, fandom on the 16th of this month. Or sorry, no, the 16th of October. I'm jumping the gun. DC fandom. Okay. And I think we're going to get um, some, some more of the um, Peacemaker show that's going to hit HBO later this year, early next year. Um, they did release a – it's kind of a cool little screenshot – and it's it looks it looks to be like a I'm looking at a right comment. Now. Yeah, the the back end and it says Pissmaker. <laughs> Wait, P S S M R K is his license plate in oh. Washington, and it's like it looks like like a 1970s muscle car, <laughs> and you just see his hand out the side window holding up a peace sign. I did see that. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to see where they go with this character. I think John Cena killed it. I think for DC, it's important to get behind those those comical characters. Yes, I think you have to at this point. You're, the, the the seriousness was take it was too serious you know it, it almost took away from some of the films it, it it made these films way darker than they should have been the the the, the funny ones are are what's carrying DC right now Suicide Squad two is 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 up there with its you know yep. the newer age DC stuff Shazam is my favorite new age DC movie um, yeah that was I, great it was great Aquaman did a good blend of everything like it's just were, too long it was too long it it could have been two separate movies but uh. For sure, yeah. definitely could have been two separate movies. Could have been two separate movies, but the, those those comedy ones are what's at the, what's what people are gravitating towards when it comes to DC. You know, Wonder Woman was like the first Wonder Woman was was pretty good, but it was it was a little dry. Yeah, in the humor section, and, and number two, nobody understood. Yeah, so so uh, you got to go, go uh, forward with the, all the comedy the last movies. the last thing I have, which I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm a huge nostalgic fan for the uh, Joe Johnson Rocketeer movie. From the early '90s. Oh, okay. So they uh, apparently there 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 was rumors years ago that they were going to reboot it for Disney Plus as a as a series with uh, like a female young female taking over the the Rocketeer ma- ma- uh, 
moniker. Yeah. And uh, they are working on the return of the Rocketeer being developed for the streaming service, but um, it seems like it's going to be it's going to focus on a retired Tuskegee Airman who takes up the Rocketeer mantle. Um, okay. So, and it's being penned by the um, gentleman who did Now You See Me, and he did some work on Jessica Jones. Um, so I'm I'm pumped for any kind of resurgence of the Rocketeer. I always thought that was That's kind vintage. of a cool. Yeah, it's just a fun, and it's it's definitely developed quite a cult following, and it's years. Oh, it definitely you, so. has, definitely has. Yeah, uh, I did see a. Uh, it wasn't much of a trailer, but like a preview thing for Doom Patrol. I think they dropped a trailer, a, a little mini trailers, advertising that there's another season coming out yeah. soon. Yeah, um, there is that. I'm. I'm that's on my queue to watch next list. I've heard that good things about Doom Patrol, so I'm looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah, Greg into used it. to put it over quite a bit. No, yeah. he, he enjoyed it. Yeah, some of the stuff. Just, just so you guys know, this is from this article is from uh, EntertainmentWeekly.com, EW.com. They have a list of everything that's going to be announced for DC fandom. What they're going to be talking about: Aquaman, uh, King of Atlantis, Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom, the, a lot of kingdom and kings and. All sorts of stuff being thrown out there. The Batman, <laughs> Batman Cape Fear, or Cape Crusader, Batman Fear State, Batman Fortnite comic crossover. Oh, that's interesting. Ugh. Batwheels, Batwoman, Black Adam, Black Manta, Catwoman Hunted, DC League of Super Pets, Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl, DC Supergirl, Superhero Girls, DMZ, uh, Doom Patrol, The Flash, both the film and the TV series, Gotham Knights, Harley Quinn, Injustice. Uh, are they doing... They're supposed to be doing a show or a movie or something with Injustice, right? Or I maybe think, it's a comic. Th- yeah, it's is one it of those a comic uh, storyline. Okay, animated, I believe. Uh, an update on the Milestone Universe: Naomi, Nubia, and the Amazons. Peacemaker, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Supergirl, Superman, and Lois, Sweet Tooth, Teen Titans Go, Titans Young Justice, uh, or Titans then Young Justice, Phantoms, Wonder Woman, Historia, Wonderful Woman of the World, and more. So there's a lot going on. And as he said, it's October 16th. Um, Beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So there's going to be a lot of news to unpack, and that's only, oh, it's a month away. Yeah. But, um, but still, a lot, you know, it's it's always good for DC uh, to, to, to promote themselves. Every time, you know, it's good for them to get people excited about them. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, anything else? Uh, toy stuff. Um, turtle toys, as uh, I'm well endowed in. They, uh, last week... They released prototype images of a Usagi Yojimbo action figure for the cartoon line. Okay. That's huge because they don't own the rights to that character. They have to get the um, permission from the creator of that character to use him in any licensed merchandise. Okay. So it's cool that he was willing to do that. I mean, he's done it in the past with the original toy line. Uh, He did it with, more recently, the 2012 series. Um, They made a figure and the character came back in that series as well. That looks awesome. I'm, I don't know what it's going to come with, and it was an unpainted version, but sign me up all day long for Usagi Yojimbo. Um, today, they did a little teaser um, for an upcoming release, kind of similar to what they did with the April O'Neil figure before it got released and the Casey Jones figure before it got released, where it just had a picture of Raphael from Secret of the Ooze in the junkyard all tied up with a tape over his mouth. Okay. And they they sent out a shout-out to the actor Ernie Reyes Jr., who played the character of Kino, the pizza delivery boy, oh, yeah, in the yeah, second yeah. movie. Okay. So, okay. again, sign me up all day long for a Kino figure. I hope he comes with a scooter so that when a girl turns him down, he can tell him, you know, she'll she'll say, you know, 
in your dreams, pal. And he goes, yeah, well, if it's in my dreams, next I'll, I'll dream of something that's a little thinner. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good line. <laughs> and so he just dries. He, like, cackles as he, he scoots off with that's the pizzas. That's cool. They're doing such a good job with the TMNT toy They're doing line. a deep dive. I, I wish they would do um, Lord T- uh, Tatsu. Okay. He was, like, Shredder's number two. Right. But he's, like, legit, like, karate master. And oh, he's an actual person? They finally tracked him down, and they asked him for his likeness rights, and he's like, no. Because he's, like, like above all, like, material. And yeah. stuff. And he, he just, nah, I'm, nah, I'm fine. Cool. So Kudos they, to him. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to him. Yeah, they're but, doing a good job. Some of the figures that you've announced, like, you know, over oh, the yeah. last months... Are just, I mean, they're they're they are like characters I haven't heard about or seen in years. Yeah, and the and some of them characters we never got. Like we never got a movie Casey Jones. Right. We never got a movie. Well, I mean, we got a Turtles three April O'Neil figure. Yeah. Back in the day, but she was in like a in the gi from when she was in China, <laughs> ancient um, China. Yeah, because they go back in time yes. to feudal Japan. So bad. That was the worst one. I contradicted myself. China and Japan. <laughs> they go to feudal Japan. <laughs> Are we racist? <laughs> no, I just, I got oh. confused. <laughs> and inter- unintentionally confused. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, that figure's coming out. I hope it comes out. I'm sure it will. I have a feeling they're going to put it in a two-pack. Okay. With, like, a Raphael all tied up just to get more bang out of those bolts. Yeah. Kind of like they did that with Casey Jones. They gave you... Him originally without the removable mask, and he came with Rafa and the Raphael in the trench coat. And then they once they got the, uh, Elias Codis's likeness rights, then now they've released him as uh, without the the mascot. Okay, so um, so that's coming out. And then uh, I did see a hot pile of garbage that was released by Playmates today. <laughs> They're doing a Ninja Turtle Karate Kid crossover. Why? Why? And they look awful. Like I'm looking it up. Each turtle comes with, I think one comes with Daniel LaRusso. I think Mike comes with Daniel LaRusso. Raphael comes with um, the old Cobra Kai master. I forget his name. Not Joe. Not it's so bad it's not yeah. coming up. So they, they, they all they did was they took the previous molds of the turtles and they painted their masks black on all of them. <laughs> and they gave them these shitty looking geese. One comes with Miguel, and then the other one comes with uh, Lawrence. Um, yeah, they don't look good. That's a pass for me. Mm, where are they? I think they're going to be a Walmart exclusive, but they look pretty garbage. Pretty not good. Yeah, because Target employees aren't going to steal them. No, not those yet. They're, I can't see any pictures. They, that's how bad they are. They don't even want to put them out there. <laughs> I mean, they have a, I mean, some graphics and stuff, but I... Don't, yeah, yeah, I just saw the pictures of them today. Okay, and yeah, no, not not no bueno, not good, not very good. At That's all. a weird. I mean, I guess, when does Cobra Kai season four supposed to come out? I honestly don't even know. I think didn't season season three hit earlier this year? It hit. I think I watched it in January. Yeah, just late December. January. Yeah, so probably not till next year sometime. Yeah, I, f- I keep forgetting. With, with the, they bunched together and released one and two at the same time. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, I mean, I guess it's a kind of a cool thing to do, but the execution does sound yeah, pretty yeah, lousy. It's, it's just, and it's definitely geared toward the adult collector market, and it's just like, yeah, you're not gonna, yeah. It, listen, if you're no not in, molds, if you're not interested in it, no, then I'm out. Man, I keep getting all these dating app, uh, you know, oh. notifications here. Are you trying to tell me something, Maybe. Baron? Baron, let me fluff you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh boy! All right. So is it time to read some comic books? Yeah, why not? What Let's do you got? Read some comic books. Okay. So, 
Um, I half read a book before we came into this today and uh, heard a story, and I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. So I went to Old Faithful, yes. and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go read a Star Wars book. That's that's where the money's made. Old, Old Faithful. Uh, this is from a run a couple years ago that I really enjoyed. Is this Legends or is this canon? This is... Who knows anymore? It was two years ago, so it's So it's got to be canon. It's got to be canon. Uh, the Age of Republic stories that dropped. Okay. Um, I used to I would collected a few of them and then I just fell off because I couldn't afford to buy comic books anymore. Yeah, they're getting pricey. Yeah, it's a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but I bought a few and I was like, yeah, I got to drop off. But it's an Anakin Skywalker Star Wars Age of the Republic, and what they did is, you know, for those who don't know what this run this this thing did, they picked different character, unique characters from the prequel trilogy and gave them their, each their own unique story. There's a very fun Count Dooku one. Um, hmm. And they're all just like solo missions. There's there's a special like a, a special one where Jar Jar wielded like a lightsaber. Like it was like Darth Jar Jar. I'm telling <laughs> you that I I believe that theory more and more as I age. Oh, I don't know so if it's good. senility setting in or all the head trauma I've experienced, <laughs> but I believe that's where it was originally going to go until George Lucas freaking lost his backbone and decided to just go into fan service. Yeah, I, I would have loved it. Yeah. I would have loved it. Yeah, Jar Jar's a unique character, but he got yeah he got his own book. Uh, Padme got her own book. Qui Gon got his own book. Mace Windu, all these, all these big time characters in the prequel trilogy. Each they got their nice. own unique story. It was really cool. Boss Nass, did he get one? I don't. Uh, did he just wiggle his be, cheeks back and he forth not be, for our, the he, whole book? He might not be a main event enough to, oh, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I, I chose the Anakin Skywalker one. Uh, Anakin's, you know, obviously my favorite Star Wars character. Very complex uh, character from a psychological, you know, yeah. just evaluation thing. It, it, I, I think his story is very sympathetic. Mm-hmm. So I always like to look at stuff. And, um, you know, it's it's so cool to see, you know, who what his beliefs were in the prequel trilogy and how, um, even though perceived as evil, he kind of maintained some a lot of those as Darth Vader. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he had his morals and he had his reasonings for doing what he did. Right. And he didn't really get any help from the Jedi. <laughs> no, they were assholes. They kind of they were. They were assholes. Yeah. You know, I, I'm supposed to do with uh, one of my friends soon a, a, a discussion about why I think Hayden Christensen worked as Anakin Skywalker and some of the perceptions and stuff. Um, but I'm just, I, I'm excited at the ability to kind of talk about that. But, uh, but yeah, they, they weren't very kind to him. You know, everybody likes to say they used to use the the line Thanos was right. You know, yeah. when he snapped away half the universe, mm-hmm. and and uh, I mean, aside from killing younglings, <laughs> I kind of sympathize with Anakin Skywalker a little bit too. He was probably stuck inside with him for uh, eighteen months. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I thought little, of it. It's a little if I had a laser sword. Things might have ended differently for me. <laughs> Don't condone it, but I get it. <laughs> Holy fuck! I do not condone murdering children. No, for the record, which is we just just I, I, I like I how they it. had to change it to younglings. So they, they, they didn't have to say he killed children. <laughs> they, so they have that's to bump it to rated R. Yeah, I can't have him say that. Just call him something else. Call him younglings. younglings. It makes sense. <laughs> so, anyways, this book starts off. It's a big, big old space battle. All right, uh, it's Anakin and some clone troopers, you know, arc, arc trooper, whatever the heck the, uh, you know, some of the, the air, airship fighter ones are. Uh, they're bound, some droid star fighters, and one of them's like, oh, I got some, uh, ah, 
it's on my droid's on my tail, and Anakin does his thing where he blasts and saves them all because he's just that good of a pilot. And uh, they launch this big assault, destroy a bunch of dis- uh, the 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 airship droids, and then he has the uh, they go to a, 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 a command ship, and Anakin's having a meeting with uh, Admiral Ularen. Mm-hmm. He yes, looks yeah. familiar. Is he the one who do, Ularin, does the? Uh, yeah, he does the voiceover intro. That's what it is. He's also, uh, believe it or not, he's actually the characters in the scene where Vader chokes Admiral Malti because he's your you know your faith in yeah. that ancient religion hasn't found you know, and he chokes him. He's a white-haired gentleman with a mustache. Is that how there. they reckon it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, I yeah. do not know that. Yeah, he's an actual character in that scene, Admiral Ularin. He's the only one wearing a white imperial uh, outfit. Okay, at the ta- at the table. That's really cool. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So that that's really cool to say. Um, and Anakin's having a meeting with them because they're talking about attacking this uh, a planet. You know, launching a strike against the separatists. Uh, something about the moon of Kudo, hmm, third moon of Kudo, whatever. And uh, too many moons. Uh, a lot of moons. That's third. Three moons is ridiculous. Can you imagine the storms they must have <laughs> with three moons? No, I think. <laughs> Man. Man, we thought Camino was bad. Yeah, we thought Camino was bad. Uh, anyways, this, uh, this this Admiral Ularin, he wants to drop some bombs and attack this city, and 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 Anakin's got some doubts. He's like, "No, we're we're not supposed to. Don't want casualties. You know, there's people that 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 work. You know, workers and stuff that work at these facilities that they don't want to um, destroy. And and they go. There's a big back and forth on logic, right? Ularin's just like, "No, I, I, you know, if we do this, then." We're we're risking less death on our side, and Anakin, being who he is, is like I don't want to kill anybody. You know, yeah. I don't want to kill innocent people. Um, and this, you learn, it's just like yeah, I just want to make sure it isn't our people. So a very very big conflict of interest. You could definitely see like, and and that's what I mean. It makes it so much more interesting that Anakin turns to this side. You know, his beliefs in protecting people and and stuff like that. He ends up turning to the dark side, and it's it's very peculiar, but um, it's. It's just cool to see like Anakin like battling with himself, his morals. Yeah, you know, and that was his big beef with the Jedi, in, in the in especially in Revenge of the Sith, as mm-hmm. the Jedi lost their their morals and uh, you know they lost their way. They got too involved. I wouldn't in politics say they lost the their world. morals. They just they, they just didn't care about the small stuff anymore. It's just right. like yeah, eh. yeah. They, they got just too involved in politics, and that was one, that was one of the big things, and uh, which is ironic because Anakin did find himself very heavily into, <laughs> into the political thing, obviously. But um, it, next scene is Anakin sitting down. He's eating some cafeteria food, and Obi Wan's walking up to him with a tray. He goes, "Hey, is the dinner any good?" And Anakin's like, oh, "Is it ever master? It looks like a school, like cafeteria." But they're having a discussion uh, about it, and and Anakin's really showing character growth here. It's like, "Oh, there has to be a better way to approach this whole situation." Isn't that the whole reason the Jedi are a part of this war to help save lives? And Obi Wan doesn't have an answer for him. He goes, "I wish I had a simple answer for you, but as we're learning, war is very rarely simple." Of course, we all know the Jedi aren't very experienced in war. That's not their thing. They're um, ambassadors. They're what, what do they call Obi Wan? The great uh, diplomat? Or, no, he, he's a big diplomat, right? Yeah. He, he, peace. He, he likes peace, and and he likes to talk his way out of things. That's just Obi Wan style. Um, but Anakin's very like, anti. Like we're not bombing this thing. There's people in there. Don't want to kill him. And Obi Wan's just he's very proud of him, which is cool to see. Um, Anakin decides to go off on this mission by his own. He he flies off into this base, and he he breaks in there. It's not very well fortified, as far as you know, droids or anything defending yeah. the base. Anakin goes right in, and he sees uh, something that bothers him. 
They're not just workers. They're not just people that are helping out this separatist cause. They're slaves. And we all know that's a big oh, no-no yeah, with Anakin. Yeah. It's a big turnoff. And he, it, in it, sand. It, it, in sand. <laughs> if anybody ever imprisoned Flint Marco, oh, gosh. Don't Anakin, put him with Anakin oh, Skywalker. Yeah, Anakin would be furious. Oh. <laughs> Can't imprison the Sandman. <laughs> I feel like that. Sand needs to be free, of course. <laughs> I feel like this. So it can get be, everywhere. It needs to be a graphic or something. But Anakin is pissed. He ignites his lightsaber. He goes, I'm going to, you know, he's just hacking and slashing these battle droids. And they're, the slaves are like, please don't kill me. Who, you know, he's like, who are you? And Anakin's like, oh, I'm Anakin Skywalker, Jedi of the Republic. And one of the slaves goes, yeah, they gassed your village and we woke up here as prisoners. They told us the Republic was coming to kill us. And then we'll just have to alter their plans. Anakin replies, and he cuts them free. The slaves pick up guns. They're like, yeah, we don't want to fight in your war. Um, but they fight back, and they all blast all the battle droids and stuff. And Anakin goes up. He you know, explains that, you know, that what, well, his side of the story was correct. You know, if, if, if they would have bombed um, that place, then the Separatists would have pinned that they, you know, the Republic killed innocent lives, and even though they were slaves, there was, there was a lot of um, ways they do, and in, in, in a way, Anakin, I guess, saved the uh, the image of the Jedi for the time being. But, um, but it was cool. It was just cool seeing him step up and and you know be the hero that we hear about all the time in, yeah. in Revenge of the Sith. But we never really got to see. We well, understood. you get to see the Clone Wars cartoon, which I, yeah, that's why that I hold that show in such high regard because they did a great job of making the sequels or the prequel trilogy better. Correct. By supplementing it with this, what we should have been seeing that we only heard about. We didn't really get to see it. Right. You know, so. No, I agree. I, I've been, it's been a while since I've watched some, but I, I, I do really thoroughly enjoy this show. But, um, but yeah, so that's the book. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of cool stories. But, yeah, that's my read, read for the day, Age of Republic, Anakin Skywalker from 2019. So Nice. I am going to start uh, a little journey. This uh, uh, was the first comic book that I read that I can retain that I read. Okay. Like, I, I know it's not my first comic that I read, but everything I read before this was, like, stuff that I was reading, like, waiting in a waiting room or just reading at a friend's house, but nothing that I, like, can vividly remember. Okay. Um, so this is the, the Death of Superman. This is the trade uh, paperback that um, gives the buildup. And then the death of Superman in the mid '90s, early to mid '90s. Huge storyline. Uh huge. Yeah. Um, this I, I think this book. I mean, it changed Superman. Forever. It changed Every, comics he, forever. It did. Because you know, Superman there was, was a, this giant unbeatable thing, yep. and his his comics were. I mean, I'm not going to say they panned out the same way, but um, this added a little little shake up to Superman's yes. character and his identity with the people. So the copy I'm reading from today is actually my original copy that I got at the Warner Brothers store. At the mall back in, like, the 90s. Love it. Uh, I still have, like, a little residue of the sticker. <laughs> so, Did it wear um, out? Or uh, yeah, I think I tried to peel point. it off, okay. and I didn't have Goo Gone at the time. Nah. I was just a wee lad, no Goo Gone. <laughs> so it's it's on there for good. But um, the first issue is um, Superman, the Man of Steel, number 18. Now, this, like, each each story in this book... They're in chronological order, but they didn't run over the same comic series. Right. Um, so you had a story that was in Superman, the Man of Steel, Superman, the Adventures of Superman, 
um, Superman and Action Comics. There's also Justice League. So it's a little bit of everything. Um, and this is the main build-up and then the finale. So it's seven books in all. I'm just going to read the first one today. Sure. And then next week I will read the second and so yeah, on. Yeah, please do. Because um, this is this is cool and it was it's cool to revisit it. And there's a lot of well, yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's an important one in your yes. in your collection. The yes. fact that you've held on to it for so long is, is yeah. It was very one of those like it, it just randomly stayed. Like, yeah. I don't know this, and then some of my Reign of Superman comics I found um, after my first move. So it's nice to kind of have them and hold them. And so it starts out. Uh, it's a somewhere else, and we just see this green fist covered in like tentacles, and it's punching into a like a steel girded wall. And it's just Krang. And then we get a closer shot, Krang. We get a closer shot, Krang. And then we see the outside, and you can just hear like a ting, Krang. Um, Doomsday is coming, it says. Then the next page, we see more. Same thing, the fist. like The the cables are are falling off after every shot. And it says it's unrelentingly fighting. And it keeps punching. And as it's punching, the green from the fist fisted hand is wearing off and you're seeing these bone claws protrude through um and we see three more shots of the fist just hitting the steel and then we see the outside again cring but you see four points as he's fighting through the the steel wall and then it says unstoppably and same thing the fist as he keeps punching more and more of the green is coming off and more and more of the bare fist is being exposed uh and now we see the same steel wall, but now we see the actual bone claws starting to protrude its way through, and it says, Doomsday is coming. And then it says, Unbelievably. And finally, we see the entire fist, after three more shots, we see the entire fist break through the wall, and it says, Doomsday is here. Somewhere on Earth. Ooh. That's so cool. So we see a nice little valley, little meadow, nice greenery. We see a, a five-point buck leaping through the air, and we hear this big crang. And we see the rocks falling, and we see the fist completely break through the steel wall. Then we cut to a sewer system. Oh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, it's kind of, yeah, I can kind of see some of the reference here. But we see these mutant creatures, like one looks like like a, a mix between Abomination and The Thing. We see like one guy who looks like Quasimodo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. We see this blue okay. guy who's got like... Ram horns, and then we see like they look like bad Scooby Doo villains. To be honest with you, and we see this one guy who looks like he's like a reptile, rep, like a reptile face. Uh, and they're down, they're down in the sewer, and they have some engineers. And the one guy says, "Keep the engineer hypnotized, Kafkana." And he says, "Well, I, I do want you to say, Cluster, for now you're the boss." And then Cluster, he, he's looking. And he says, uh, he says, you hear, Charlie, man? So talk. Tell us where is Switch so we can steal electricity. Oh, these monsters, they want the electricity. <laughs> then they show, there's just like this old hippie guy that's with him. Okay. And I shouldn't bring him up, but he's going to become important to the story later. But he look, literally looks like uh, Woody, Woody Nelson just with these weird monsters. But he's just with him. He's got a, he's got a monkey wrench. For some reason. Okay. He's going to help them steal the electricity. And they got uh, one of the normal working elect- working stiffs. He's got his hard hat on, and they have him hypnotized so they could find the electricity. Then we cut to a, a, a children's orphanage, it looks like. 
and we see this young boy and he's packing up a bag and he says, I got my, my food, my juice, my flashlights, my extra batteries, my spray paint. Um, what else do I need? I got to go save my mother. I got to, I got to find my mom. And, uh, we find out through his, his internal monologue that his mother has been stolen by these monsters that are in the sewer. And uh, we see him, and he is... He is sliding down the side of the mountain toward an opening to get into the sewers. And he's got this spray paint, and he's got a flashlight. And as he's going through, he's, he's talking to himself, like, I gotta be brave, I gotta be brave, I gotta do this, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find my mom... And I and he's spray painting arrows in the sewer so he could find his way. Yeah. Um, then we cut to the Daily Planet and we see Lois Lane there and she's doing Lois Lane stuff. And she opens up an envelope and it says, "Send Superman to the basement under the West Side Power Station. Metropolis is in danger." And it's signed a friend. Hmm. And she goes, "Well, Clark's not here, but you know, I'll make sure that I put it in his mailbox." You know, that seems kind of urgent. I'd say so. You know, so. Lois, she she's she says she's got this anonymous tip, so she's off to uh, to try to find Clark to get him this message, and then we see what uh, what is Doomsday, but he's in this green suit, he's got these red goggles on his eyes. All the only thing that's exposed is his fist that we saw becoming exposed as he was punching the punching the wall, and he's looking off into the the forest, and he sees these birds flying by. And he holds his hand out, open palm, and the one bird falls on his palm, and he just crushes it, and he laughs. And then we cut back to Metropolis, and we see Superman coming down on the Daily Planet. And he says, he, scanned the, he says to himself, I scanned the building and the city, but didn't see any underworlders on this surface. Must be lying low for now. Maybe it's time. I get back to work. And he walks in, and the associate that Lois Lane was talking to, she says, you know, Clark, uh, I have a message for you. And he goes on his computer, but no power. The electricity's out. And then we cut back to the underdwellers, these monsters in the sewers, and then we did it. We stole Metropolis's electricity. And then the goat guy, he just goes, now the city is helpless. An underworld can kick butt. <laughs> So we cut to the power plant. We see Lois Lane doing her Lois Lane thing, and she's lurking around trying to find what's going on to get her scoop and get that Pulitzer Prize that she's always going after. And she sees an open sewer sewer uh, grate. And she goes, what's this? And all of a sudden, this big hand comes down on her shoulder, and she goes to kick it, but it's that thing, abomination-looking creature, and she breaks her foot. And he's just laughing. <laughs> Outside and through and through, Closter's invulnerable. Who you be anyway? And the uh, the the uh, the hippie, he says, she's a reporter. She's that reporter, Dame Lewis Lane. She volunteers at the soup kitchen where I used to eat. And they tie her up, and they're gonna bring her down. Down to the uh, the underworld, use her as bait. And Closter says that uh, you know this this old hippie. Lois is like, why are you helping him? I used to serve you soup, and he's like, he's uh, he's a reject like the rest of us. Society looks down on him just as it looks down on us. So he's part of our troop now. So they take Lois Lane down to the sewers, and as they're taking her down, we see the little boy who's looking for his mother, and he's hiding up on the grates, and they see he sees that they have Lois Lane. 
and they said that they're going to kill Lois. And he goes, they they never had, he realized they never had his mother. They just used it as a bluff, mm. you know, so that they could get their hands on Lois Lane. And then it says elsewhere, we see Doomsday walking through the forest, and within one punch, he just blows this huge old redwood tree into smithereens into pieces. Now we cut back to uh, Lois Lane and the young boy trying to find his mother and to, to, to help her. And he says, the monsters don't have my mama. This probably means I'm never going to find her. But they really do have that reporter lady. So I got to do something to make sure that Superman can come save her. So he goes to the basketball court and he, he spray paints this big Superman logo. And he mentions that, you know, in Batman, they... They uh, project the bat signal up under the sky to, to attend him, but he goes, Superman's already in the sky, so if I put this down on the ground, he'll see it. Mm. Superman does. He comes over, and we realize that Superman knows this young boy. His name is Keith, uh, and he tells Superman, you know, they have that reporter lady. She's down in the sewer. So we go down in the sewer, and this looks like it's, like, straight out of... This is just great 90s comic. They have, like, this rock-churning machine. It looks like it's out of uh, Total Recall, like when they're That's mining. Right. Okay. I'm on. Okay, I think I found it. Yeah. I'm, I'm on. Get it online now. And uh, they're they're just boring through the underground. Yeah, uh, it's their war machines. They're trying to take over Metropolis, and then all of a sudden Superman comes in and he tips over the tank. He starts fighting with the bad guys. Closter, he punches him right in the mouth um, <laughs> with a grenade, and it blows up in Closter's mouth. That takes him out of commission. Then they're trying to shoot him with a uh, like a laser beam. He no effect. Head off. Yeah, he just kicked, yeah. The, the, the little <laughs> little think. little purple dude. He just takes his head. He slam dunks it like he's playing b ball with him outside <laughs> the school. Uh, make you know, and then we we cut back over to Doomsday. Now he's out of the forest. He's busting his way into into the suburbia world, and he's just destroying cars as they're driving. He destroys a bridge. Then we cut back to Superman, and he's fighting wood. He's fighting the hippie, and. Uh, Lois stops him, and she kicks him in the ass, and she says, don't you dare hurt him. And he goes, what? I thought he was with them. And she goes, no, he was my underground informant. I had him on the inside giving me scoops so that uh, I could give him scoops of soups later. And then, uh, yeah, he helps Superman take out these these underground dwellers. He's going to take them back to their home planet so they can't create any more mischief. Uh, Superman saves Lois Lane, saves the, the old hippies that helped him take out these uh, abominations that were going to steal Metropolis's electricity. And then we go back to the highway where Doomsday is causing all kinds of mischief and mayhem. And we see a big rig truck driving down the way and he sees a, he sees Doomsday and he's like trying to swerve to avoid him. But Doomsday, he just hits the tractor trailer, tips it over. There's flames everywhere. He's just laughing. We see another trucker. He sees the whole incident. And he's calling for the state troopers. He says, Chuck Johnson calling state troop. And they say, I read you, Mr. Johnson. What is it? Big monster flip moon's rig. One hand tied behind his back. It's burning. It's a fit to pop. And they say, did you say it's a monster? Yeah, big ass monster. (laughs) He says, the dude's tearing it up. The whole interstate. He's heading east. Please, you've got to stop him. And the gentleman on the other end of the... uh, the two-way radio. Now, this sounds like a job for the Justice League. Continued to our next chapter. Mm. So, it's cool to revisit. I like the artwork. This is neat. Yeah. I, I never, I, I've heard of this story. I've seen the cartoon. 
Yeah, or no, current, it was the return of Superman. Yeah, I think they, it was posted. They've, they've adapted it several times. But to I've never cartoons, like read they, the storyline. Yeah. That you are going to continue to read yes. this, right? Yeah. Okay. Each week, I'll keep going till the end. So we got six more issues to Good. go. I, I'm digging the 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 Doomsday and the and the rap like the yeah like when he starts out garb. that way. Yep, yep. This is pretty cool. And the thing, cool thing about Doomsday is like they didn't really give him a backstory to start. He was just this monster, right? You know, uh, they gave they filled in his backstory later, but. That was uh, that was about it. So, hmm. so really cool though. Very good, Baron. You got us uh, any funnies today? Yes, Baron. <laughs> yes, yes, Baron. So, focus if you will. There's a kitty cat and a puppy dog, and they are looking down <laughs> at a hole in the green green grass. And what do you see popping its little head out of that hole? Hmm, tis a earthworm. You see, burrowing its way into our hearts. And the kitty cat, he says, oh, it's, it's just little wormy sitting there. They walk away, the kitty cat and the dog. And the puppy dog says, I like him. And the kitty cat says, I do too. And he says, he's so down to earth. No <laughs> shakers, it's a worm. So level-headed, the puns, you see the puns. Baron, you realize like the, we're reading comic books. Like it's a book. It's long, longer than like three seconds. Um, it's, it's you know it's pleasurable for the listener to be invested in a story. Do you you understand in like, longer? Nothing wrong with having something short and pleasurable as well, Schmitty. <laughs> Your wife says it's very good when I please her in a short amount oh, of time. Oh, you crossed Baron, you seven. No, you see. <laughs> Baron, that is uncalled for. He just ran away. You're a f- He's going to put sugar in my gas tank. I guarantee yeah. it. Oh, it- I'm not going to get home tonight. I'll carry you home. We're going to have to get there lickety split because uh, he's going to go home with my wife and he's going to have a short but enjoyable time with her. That son of a bitch. Well, I guess we better go right now. We better get out of here. All right. Tell, you know, what would Anakin say? Now this is podcasting. With Ben Quadraneros. Quadraneros.